Oh gosh, yeah. Do it again. Uh, hold on, that wasn't a good. Welcome oh. to the podcast. Is it on? It's it's on. Is it on? I'd like to keep it on, please. Mm. Mm. Ooh, I bet you would. You're beautiful. You're perfect. You're a model. You look like Linda Evangelista. We should walk out a different fucking what? Lin- Linda Evangelista is not prevalent anymore. We need somebody different. Uh, you're beautiful. You look like Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Is that better? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Since we talked about her last uh, week. But I want to take well. it to Kendall Jenner. Okay. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> no? <laughs> not again. Please don't. <laughs> but I'd like to keep it on, please. Uh, yeah, not on this podcast. What was that? You can't do that, Marky. <laughs> Marky. She's so happy, though. Well, welcome, everyone. Welcome, Were we welcome, on welcome. Episode four slash seven. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, if you don't count minisodes, yeah, I guess it's still four. Yeah, but it's still slash like seven. Sli- slash seven. Well, no, that's counting minisodes. So it's slash six if you're not counting the minisodes. But we had one minisode. Minisode. Minnesota. 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 Yes. Um, I don't know. So there was coerce, affluence. 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 Uh, ufologist. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Ufologist. So this is seven. Yeah. Including a minisode. Until we say something stupid, we're not certain what it's going to be titled. So we have to wait and see. Wait, can you hear this? Oh, shit, that's fresh. So today's episode is sponsored by tequila. Tequila and tacos. Woo! <laughs> and beans, I guess. Yeah, the beans were freaking delicious. Spencer, where did you get the beans? The recipe for the beans? Uh, Mexicanmama.com. <laughs> she, you know, she said leave the bacon fat in there for the cowboys they like that oh yes because you know they gotta they gotta tell a whole story before they actually get to the recipe before they get to the butt fucking the mountains oh wait not cowboys we're We're talking about the mexican mama this time oh yeah yeah, yeah, oh okay sorry that we're still cowboys no we'll get plenty of that in my story oh no cowboys caballeros more close to caballeros okay good um disclaimer none of us speak spanish and we are very white so Bear with us in this episode. Chris's Spanish is a lot worse than mine. Yep. Um, <laughs> and I'm from San Antonio, putting bitch. putting that out there. Okay, not from San Antonio. I'm from Shirts. I just need to take some more here. Well, I guess they look right. Yours just looks like it was coming out a bit more. Do you want me to pull this. it up? <laughs> no. Um, okay, so uh, we don't. We have to come up with a name later once we figure out what it is. We, when we re-listen to our stupidity and cackle yes, once yes, again yes, at yes, all the things yes, we're already cackling at. Because that's always what we do. But the common theme of this episode is what? Um, urban legends? Myths? Wait, what do you mean? No. Oh, Latino? Yeah. Well, mine's from Mexico. Oh, yeah. Mine is, I mean, from all sorts of different Latin countries. So, so this is, yeah, Latin American spoop. Woo! Category oh. is? <laughs> Latin American Latin American spoop. spoop. Cover girl. <laughs> Put the bass in your walk. Oh, that's probably copyrighted. Oh, put the bass in your wok because it's a fish. Put a fish in there. Just, the whole, just <laughs> throw it on. Fish-shaped but, shoes. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah, we had fish tacos. No, we didn't. We did. <laughs> but we can say that. I mean. Is that copyright? I mean, we weren't really singing anything. We were just kind of saying lyrics. Yeah, it's got to be all one note then. Cover, girl, put the bass in Monotony. your wok. Monotony. Yeah. Monot- mo- that's monotone. Monotone. Monot- okay, Monotone. that's right, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes I say words, I'm like. What the fuck just came out of my mouth? <laughs> so this episode is going to be called Monotony because Chris doesn't know how to say that. Monotony. <laughs> this episode is episode four, colon, monotony. <laughs> That's it. Sim language, monotony. <laughs> 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 
I love that. I live for Did it. Did you play The Sims a lot as a kid? Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, I hate playing games that I'm actually, like, I have to be competitive at because I hate losing. Um, so <laughs> I used to get so angry at games that, like, I couldn't beat on, like, certain levels. So I would play games like Sims where I couldn't really lose unless you were just completely terrible or you were purposely trying to kill them. Yeah. Which I also did all the time. Yeah, I did that too. You know, deleting the ladder so they can get out of the pool or well, – what was it? Sims 3, they had, like, seven different ways to die and all the ghosts were different colors. So I wanted to collect all the ghosts in the, the house. Oh, I didn't so. know that you did that. Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. You could do, like, electricity, fire. See, once I got, like – really into it for sims one i killed them sometimes mm -hmm. um, but after that i was just really interested in building and designing a house yeah <laughs> and then i really wouldn't play with the sims at all yeah i'd be like okay you live there i'm gonna go build another house <laughs> bye <laughs> have fun no, it's I really pretty in there i cheated and used rose rosebud <laughs> give them <laughs> millions upon millions of dollars here's all your rosebuds you know you know a gay that's rich and ri okay now we're not going there um so <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> Um, Sims 3, I would do the same thing. They had like a house builder thing where you could like actually upload it into um, like an online world or whatever. Or like, not an online world, but like a, a ha like you could exchange houses essentially. And I oh, would yeah, yeah. You could download them off. Yeah. The I remember and that. I even created back in high school, I even created a Facebook page for advertising my houses because I was a part of like a Sims 3 like fan club on Facebook. And like oh. I was trying to like be that person that got like 12,000 downloads of their house. I only ever got like 300 and like that was it. And I was always like, oh my God, people love my houses. <laughs> oh my God, I get <laughs> fake points from people on the internet. <laughs> Amazing. People like me. They really like <laughs> they me. They really, really <laughs> like me. Yeah, I love Sims. And also, I feel like I talked to you about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, but Sims 4 was, like, doing the download for free off of, like, Origin or something like that. Oh, yeah. Did you download you, it? No. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. So even I after you were I downloading told you, it when you were here. No, I didn't have my laptop. Uh, I was yeah, just looking yeah. at it on, the, 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 on my phone. Oh, yes. So, yes, of course, yes. I fucking forgot because I'm a moron. So. so was it only that one day then? No, it was for, like, a week. And you still missed it? Yeah. Even after a week? Yeah. <laughs> and I was at home for, like, Memorial Day, so I could have easily just, like, downloaded it before the 28th because that was, like, the, the deadline. And no, I forgot. Yeah. So yeah. no free Sims 3 for me. Yeah. Sim 4. Whatever they're on now. Yeah, well, you could spend your time more wisely on them. Um, As in what, Spencer? <laughs> As in studying for this podcast. <laughs> You're right. I always wait until, like, the day of to, like, do my research. And so I'm always texting you, like, on Wednesdays. Like, oh, since we record on Wednesdays, just plot twist. We don't actually release them on Sundays. Um, uh, what? <laughs> this is live. <laughs> I mean, Spoiler alert. Sorry, everyone who thought that Happy we Sunday, <laughs> everyone. We're going out after this. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Since it's the middle of the week and we're just tired, old bitches. <laughs> I'm not tired. Oh, okay. So there's that. Um, but yeah, I always like do the research like literally the day of, and so I'm always texting you like, "Oh God, what do I do?" Or you know, for example, when we did Jeffrey Dahmer, I was texting you the entire time like, "Dude, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> I can't deal <laughs> I with can't. this anymore. <laughs> I can't be on the podcast with you." It took me what like six hours to research that. It's because I'm in with so much information. Well, I mean, we wouldn't have had to research anything today if Melissa would have shown up. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. So last week, Melissa was supposed to show up for our podcast. Called during the podcast and proceeded to talk for 15 minutes. Yeah, while we were like in recording. the middle of like, recording. Pause. It was pause. And we're like, okay, what, what, are, what do you want? And she just was driving and just talking to us. And it was a beautiful day. She's had no excuse. She's like, oh, I can't wait to come see you guys. Um, I guess 
you know, we can hang out sometime. And I was like, well, come be on the podcast you wanted to do with us originally. And so she said, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be there, bitch. Okay. I'm going to talk about this. <laughs> and then Chris said, you have to research it. And she said, like, what? And you were like, I don't know. Didn't you go to college? <laughs> she, he said that about you, Melissa. And he said that to her. Well. And then he repeated it multiple times after he got off the phone. You keep repeating it. Don't even th- try and drag I've me I've only said mud. it like five times today. <laughs> and you respond every time. <laughs> because so. it's still hilarious. important and hilarious. It's hilarious. Like, that's it. That's the only answer there. Oh, boy. So we're just waiting on Melissa. So she'll get here when, whenever she gets when here. When she gets here. We'll see what happens. So if you if you guys happen to see her, you know, just... You know, tell her. Be like, hey, we're bitch, waiting. What you doing? You're, uh, you're not driving right now. Shouldn't shouldn't you be driving? Shouldn't you be heading into town? Like, you're probably just stopped to pick something up. Yeah, I'm they sure. need something. You know. I'm sure she was like, oh, we're having tacos. Like I should probably get like, you know, something to go with it. <laughs> Molly, chips, <laughs> chips, <laughs> and salsa, chips and queso. Yes, that queso. One. queso. There mm-hmm. we go. I was like, what do we normally have with tacos? <laughs> get food. <laughs> Literally, ice. whenever I'm like put on the spot to like think of something so quickly, I just like blank. So you know, charade. It was oh my god, not, not a game for me. <laughs> Have you seen Billy on the Street before? Yes. So he goes around and he's screaming at people, and he's yeah. like, "Quick, name a woman!" Yeah. <laughs> and all these people are like, "Any woman? Extremely? Any woman?" And he's like, "Yes, any woman." Name a woman. Go, go, and they're go. like, uh, uh, "And it's he's literally asking women." Simple. Yeah. He's they're, asking a woman, oh, so and she can be a little bit like me. <laughs> but they're still like, uh, uh, <laughs> That is 100% Amazing. me. So whenever anyone's like on charades, like, okay, we have 30 seconds, like, you know, name it. And I'm like, <laughs> brain is broken <laughs> and fried. What happened? <laughs> or just throw up. Then it, yeah, honestly. And then it becomes Simlish, once again, going back to Sims. Like, um, also, one thing that came to my mind earlier today, because it's come to my mind with the four, past four weeks that we've recorded, uh-huh. um, I always feel like I have to dress up for this, but I never do. I'm always like, oh, you know, I'm about you to You always look like trash. Yeah, I mean, constantly. But, like, you can put, like, a bow on trash, and it, like, looks semi-decent. Mm. No? You want to put a bow on that trash can? See what you it have looks chicken like? in there? No. <laughs> what I have? I'm just checking to see if it's going to smell like Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Oh, Ooh. no. Okay, no, no. just check. We take that out. Yeah, okay, good. Um, anyways, yeah, I like, feel like, I, like I'm like i going through my closet. I'm like, oh, should I like dress up and look nice? And I'm like, nah, bitch. I'm coming from work. I'm going to dress in my baggiest shirt because I'm pretty certain I've worn this twice now. So Yeah, and um, looks like you've uh, got it at Walmart. Uh, 100% did. $3. <laughs> and that's like pe- what people were hunting, maybe? I don't know. They're They're wolves. Yeah, they are. They're cute little snow wolves. Mm-hmm. Except I'm terrified of wolves. Do you remember those film. pictures in the 70s where it would have, like, your face to the side like this? Okay, but who was alive <laughs> in the 70s? I uh, mean, I'm sorry. Which one of us <laughs> was alive in the 70s? There was plenty of people that were alive in the 70s. It's Thomas. It's too soon. <laughs> Every time I say that you were born in the 70s, you're like, oh, I was born in 79. It's almost the 80s. And not actually the 70s. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, what I meant was, <laughs> which one of us was born in the 70s? Neither of us. So neither of us remember things from the 70s. But you've seen a picture before where they have those big glasses that are brown at the top. Okay, yeah. And they have their face over like this. And then 
It's like a picture of their family. I'll show one to you later. Yeah, please. Or we post it on um, our Instagram page, which is uh, – can you remind everyone what our Instagram Ooh, page is? Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> our Instagram is at Our Spoopy Podcast, Twitter at Our Spoopy, Facebook at Our Spoopy Podcast. You and go. you can also find us at OurSpoopyPodcast.com. Woo! Got Woo-woo. all of our bases. <laughs> uh, we have one more. Oh. So, of course, we'd like to thank Economy Works. Um, oh, of course. Economy Works is a platform that pairs professionals with project work and helps them to find jobs. So, if you're a uh, mom that's out of the workforce caring for your babies, or if you're a retired person looking for a little extra work, make some money, uh, traveling with your spouse and you haven't found a job yet, hit up economyworks.com. We can l- help you out. Because when we work, the, the economy, economy works. works. <laughs> We love to scream out. We also love to say things at the same time. <laughs> I mean, that's our stick. <laughs> because right? every single time we say something at the same time, both of us are like, Wah! Well, half of the time we're talking over each other anyway. That's true. I know. Mostly you talking over me. Ooh. I know. We got called out for that. Okay, we've taken all of your criticisms. We've taken all the criticisms from Chris, stop talking. Chris, just quit already. Chris needs to be fired. Oh, I should cut that. <laughs> I'm not putting that in, you bitch. <laughs> And I'm actually going to cut that part so they, all they hear me say is, I'm not putting that in, you bitch. I know. I was like, instantly I already had regret. Anyway, so apologize to uh, your Oh, mother. yeah. So apologizing to Patty for calling you a bitch one time. Um, and uh, who else do I apologize for? I don't know, but I'd like to thank my mom because she said that I had a good radio voice. There you go. <laughs> And I just slur all my words because tequila <laughs> <laughs> makes me speak simlish instead, <laughs> which is perfectly fine. Um, but then I guess I also have to apologize to my older brother, Michael, because my sister got a shout out. My little brother got a shout out. My mom got a shout out. My dad got a shout out. My older brother didn't. So he was all sad about it when he listened to our first uh, I first think you episode. shouted him out last time, too. Did I? Yeah, no, he has oh. two. Okay, there you go. So now I have to go You're back welcome, to the Michael. Else. Yeah, everyone else gets a, another shout out. Well, so. Patty's had like three, so she's good for well, a while. Patty's the coolest bitch in the Stop calling your mom a bitch. <laughs> Jesus. But at least that one was a compliment. She's the coolest. Is there like a good bitch? <laughs> a compliment? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if she'll ever be able to figure out podcasts anyway. Or be interested enough to listen to a podcast. Well, you need to go subscribe on all of her devices so that we she can would have no idea. Yeah. Well, we just have an extra push message. Yeah. <laughs> She's really, what's this? Wait, I haven't ever gotten a push message. Am I supposed to do that? Well, they get it for Apple. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> On to our topic. Speak- oh, speaking oh, of, uh, congratulations, our spoopy podcast. Uh, we're now available on iTunes. <laughs> which will soon be discontinued. <laughs> which is, is going to be discontinued. Yeah, whatever. So listen to us while you can. Even though Thomas just made me download the entire iTunes platform, <laughs> it's going to go away soon. And it's taking space up on my computer. Yep. For the time being. Mm. And then it'll go away. Yep. But. For the time being, all you Apple users are very welcome to listen to that because that's apparently a preferred platform from some people who are still stuck in the dark ages. Ooh. Alabama. What? <laughs> Not again. <laughs> okay. We need to talk about stup- spoopy stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I went first last time. You go first. Okay. Let me just, let me just do it. And I'll try not to talk over you <laughs> without realizing it since that happens all the time. Okay. So I'm going to get back to my roots here. Uh, of the Spoopy Podcast and uh, talk about serial killers because yes. she's the specialist, honey. Ooh, uh. Uh, so, Chris, have you ever been to Mexico besides Cancun? Uh, yes. When did I go to Mexico? Oh, I went on a cruise. That so you really went count. to Cancun? No, I went to Cozumel. Okay. 
Close enough. So this is a part of Mexico. It's it's just like Cancun, except if it were in the Midwest and there's no water and it's not Cancun. So nothing like Cancun. So yeah, it's not really like that at all. But Kay. it's a good analogy. Is it also like in the mountains? So it's like above sea level. Mm, no, it's a border town. Oh, okay. So it's essentially the sister city of Brownsville. Okay. So down in the t- the l- l- t- no l- not the, Laredo. the tail. Yeah. Tip tail of Texas. T- is that what people call it? I don't think that's a thing. I think they call it the valley. I wrote both, but valley, I like yeah. the tail of Texas. Yeah, I think I've heard it called the valley. Because it's like an armadillo. Panhandle. Pan- the tail. No? I've never heard that before. People call Texas like an armadillo? Because like you have the no, little that's nose just the out by right now. Okay. <laughs> the nose is like El Paso. So then what's the panhandle? Just a hump? You, uh, somebody's holding it. What? <laughs> 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 They're like... It's a hand holding this armadillo. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't see it. (laughs) Regardless. It's right on the border. Okay. So, um, I wanted to take a second here (laughs) to explain some things for our podcast, for this episode in particular. I Uh, love a good explanation before the story starts. So, I'm Canadian, uh, so I don't have the right to vote or anything, so I'm aware that my opinion can't really count. But... I strongly disagree with the current administration's attitude on the actions toward Latin Americans and Hispanic Americans. Uh, it's truly disgusting to me, and the current beliefs and opinions of these people are obviously false mm-hmm. to literally anyone being circulated to this day and age. Mm-hmm. So now that we've done that, um, that out of the way, this is uh, about that's also both of our opinions. But <laughs> so this is about spoopy stuff. Yeah. So we there's an aspect of it that I guess does play towards that, but mm. I'm focused on the. Uh, the serial killer yeah. aspect of it. So we got a location. We need another noun. What noun is it? Uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> we were just talking about this. Uh, food. That's not a noun. <laughs> what do you think has to do with a serial killer? Murder. No, a person. <laughs> or you could have said time. Uh, uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's a person. Okay. So Adolfo Costanzo okay. is the subject of our story. He's a cult leader. Oh. So we got a cult, we got serial a serial killers, killer, we got murder, murder. <laughs> and there's one more aspect that we will get into in a minute. Oh, so eating adult- people? No. Oh. Sorry, I interrupted uh, you. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. No eating people. Okay. Yeah, they possibly could. There's. I mean, you'll see. Okay, I'm listening. So Adolfo Costanzo was born in Miami, Florida, in the early '60s. His mom's name was Delia Aurora Gonzalez de Valle. V-A-L-L-E. I think that's Valle. It could be v- Valle. Say it V-I-L-L-E? V-A-L-L-E. Yeah, I mean. I think it's va- Valle. You're better at speaking any sort of Spanish than I am. I know. So. Thank you. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. So she was 15 when she gave birth to him. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also already married <laughs> and widowed, which I guess in the 60s is not as obscene as it is today, or maybe not. I don't know. Cultural difference. She was married. Her husband died, and she had a kid all by 15. So, I mean, she's ahead. Like <laughs> anything else. <laughs> I mean, she's more ahead than we are. We're both 26 and 27. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I thought it was wild. He's born in Miami, and his childhood, they moved to Puerto Rico. So his mom gets remarried to another guy, and this guy is probably the first reason that Adolfo's life turned around. So um, this is the third man. Second. Oh, okay. Never mind. I yeah. was not listening correctly. She was already married once, and he died, so she was a widow. Oh, okay. Um, so she gets remarried. Um, 
and the he turned around his life. So the mom had him confirmed as a Catholic in, in Puerto Rico, and he was an altar boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also dealt in Santeria, which is the worship of saints. Mm-hmm. Or it was used interchangeably. It was brujaria, which is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, but the specific type that they were into was called Palo Mayombe, uh, which is an Afro-Cuban format of Santeria. Mm-hmm. Um, so his mom taught him a bunch of Santeria, and his new stepdad took it further and started teaching, teaching him Palo, Ma- Palo Mayombe. Palo Mayombe. Um, so in 1972, they moved to Miami, and the stepdad dies. So she's doing real good for picking men here. You know, she both of them have both already died. died. So uh, maybe she's a serial killer. There's not a whole lot of information about her. Okay. But I guess it's also the 60s? Is she a widower? She's a widower. Ooh. Widower. We should call her the Black Widow. She's a widower. Wid- win- is she <gasps> She in the window? She's like she, a bog witch, like standing in the window now? Witch. Oh. Also. She can be number three in our coven. Oh. You're the supreme. You get to decide. I know, but I think she might be dead. So why can't she be a bog witch? Well, you can't have a zombie as a bog witch. Are those not the same thing? No. (laughs) The undead and witches are different. The witches just deal with undead. I also wanted to take a minute. Does your sister listen to this podcast? Uh, Sometimes. No, I don't think she has, actually. Desiree? Yeah. Desiree, we're still waiting on a goddamn picture. Oh, yeah. Shit, I can't say that. (laughs) Desiree, we're still waiting on a fucking picture. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. Uh, I need to call her bitch ass out. Oh my god, I, I just called her a, a bitch too. Who else in my family is not a bitch? <laughs> just I me? Guess okay. Everybody, <laughs> apparently, to yeah. you. It's a term of endearment. I love you all. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see Chris, I say, yo, bitch. <laughs> According to Thomas. I've never said that before. I always say, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. <laughs> Okay, so she remarries again. Mm-hmm. So now she's had two husbands. They so this both is number three. Died, yes. So this time she gets married to a guy that's involved in the local drug trade and into some occult shit. So just like the last one. Mm, well, you know, drugs this time. So. Yeah. Um, so in Miami, uh, Adolfo and his mom also get into trouble all the time for petty crimes like theft and vandalism. Um, so he's like helping her. Helping her, or I think he might even be committing them himself. Oh. It, it wasn't very descriptive. Um one, I could really only eat, read the English. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I faced a few of those, too. <laughs> yeah. There was plenty of stuff, but uh, not a lot of English. Yeah. Um, so he graduates from high school eventually, uh, and he goes to community college, but he drops out. Um, and I also read on Murderpedia that his mom believed that he was especially talented and had abilities because he successfully predicted the assassination attempt of Ronald Reagan. He predicted it with, like, occult shit? Oh, okay. Before we move on, did you just say Murderpedia? Yes. <laughs> I did not know that was a real thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Murderpedia is great. Wow. Okay. Then did I guess you, you have not read it? You didn't get anything for Jeffrey Dahmer off of Murderpedia? No, I just used Wikipedia. Oh, girl. Yeah, apparently it's even better through Murderpedia. It's literally Murderpedia. Well, I mean, it tells me, you know, in depth about the murders. I guess I need to start using it whenever I mean, I when I first saw the title of the website, I was like, what is this about? I don't yeah. know. But well, then I, I got into know. it, and I was like, murder, there obviously. There wasn't enough title. I needed to know more. It's some sort of encyclopedia of something. So, that's all I got out of it. So, <laughs> as a teenager, he makes friends with uh, another person that does Palamayombe, um, and he teaches him to use his powers for evil. Hmm. Um, do you believe in any of that? Yes. Santoria and Brujeria? 
well, I don't know what that is, but I do believe in like witchcraft and you know like kind of um, more spiritual powers. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, I don't. You don't? No. See, well, I'm, not the stuff that like he does because it's like animal sacrifices. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I, I, I would never go to that point. I had a friend who was very into witchcraft and like, she always denounced the criticism of witchcraft saying that it was, you know, demonic and evil and stuff like that. And she said there are aspects of that, but she's like, there's a lot of things like, you know, drawing, you know, making runes and stuff like that. Uh, that's very like can be used for good, like wishing people luck on journeys and, you know, all this other stuff. Um, so like she drew us all runes for uh, Hurricane Harvey and so that we could all have safe journeys and no one get injured. So well, I coincidence. Think that, I mean, that helps into the – I believe that in the aspect of like you're sending people good wishes. Yeah, which, you know, in the forms of, you know, following se- sacred runes and whatever, I guess if that's like a combination aspect. I don't mm. Okay. So we've lift- lifted our microphones now. I think this is more comfortable. Yeah. I get Especially since it's like right in my face. Yeah. I need it. I get Joe Manganiello, and you get Terry Crews. Also, um, it's going to tell you all about the perfect steaks, pool sex, and energy drinks. Explained. Oh, my God. Because that's, that's a I good need. combination. Hold on, guys. We're going to pause the podcast and read this real quick. <laughs> we have priorities. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we need to learn it's how to It's a Wednesday at 9 o'clock. <laughs> this is obviously something I need to do. Pool sex. Wait, is your pool still closed? Pool sex. <laughs> Did I sound like that? <laughs> pool sex. P's are the worst letter on these things. Yeah, but luckily it kind of like blocks it. (laughs) I think it's just us. Well, yeah, probably. (laughs) We just sound like horses. (laughs) 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 Okay, we're in the middle of the story. Yeah, sorry. So um, in 1983, Costanzo visits Mexico City to pursue modeling opportunities and become the tarot card reader. Hmm. Um, so I also just wanted to take a moment out to say that I did not actively seek out another gay serial killer, but so far we're creating a stereotype. I'm not a serial killer, and Chris only has the haircut of a serial killer, and here we go. It's called the Britney cut, okay? Mm. I went from having long hair and just shaved my head. <laughs> she had a full-on 24-inch <laughs> pony and just went at it with a weed whacker. <laughs> so in Mexico City, he meets some people, Martin Cantina Rodriguez and... I love the way that they put this. Homosexual psychic, Jorge Montes. <laughs> homosexual psychic. He's only psychic for homosexuals. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Omar Orea, who become his disciples and his lovers. Uh, in the article, it describes Martin and Omar as one being his man and one being his woman. Mm. It's just, it's Even a, though they're yeah, both men cisgendered men yeah it's i mean it's a very lovely archaic way of saying top and bottom yeah um or like you know bitch and not bitch what i think they're all bitches what okay you're right anyways (laughs) uh yeah so there we go yeah uh after after that he moves back to miami but in mid-1984 he officially moves to mexico city to be with his lovers Mm. Um, and then he truly begins his cult. Okay. He, so what do we have so far? We got murder. We got a cult. Well, he hasn't murdered anyone. Well, yeah, but that's obviously where I'm headed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Serial killer, <laughs> cult, <laughs> uh, magic. Okay. Santeria. It's just everything's spoopy. Yeah. I'm uh, into it. I'm glad. You're Welcome. hitting all like the five apostles. The five. Of yeah. the spoopy podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
we have like a tan. What do they call those? Uh, you can't put me on the spot like that. What did we just talk about? Um, <laughs> Describe. <laughs> Give me more charades. No, no. <laughs> We're just going to move on. Um, so <laughs> he collects a whole new set of followers that he may or may not have had sex with. Mm-hmm. So in his cult, he offers people fortune telling and limpias, which is a form of ritual cleansing for people mm-hmm. who have been cursed. Um, is that keyword for sex? Mm-hmm. No, because limpia limpiador is like clean to clean in Spanish. Yeah, but is that not? It? I don't know. We no. continue. No, I'm please. just speculating wildly here. What? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wildly here. Uh, so apparently, that earned him a lot of money. Uh, people were paying upwards of forty five hundred dollars sometimes, um, and he had thirty one regulars, according to his records, that um, to be cleaned. Yeah, like people that came in all the time to be. Well, um, he created. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> Honestly, girl, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Need to go start cleaning here. people. <laughs> <laughs> so he created a, a menu of animals that he would use for ritual sacrifices. It was six dollars for a rooster, thirty dollars for a goat, four hundred and fifty dollars for a boa constrictor, a eleven hundred dollars for an adult zebra, and thirty one hundred dollars for an African lion cub. Uh, where were they getting all these animals? A zebra. Yeah, a lion cub. <laughs> exactly. So I'm. I don't know. I didn't really say, but I'm wondering if like they had to like if the client's like I here's a zebra that I got. I just somehow. happened to find it. Or <laughs> if he's like, they're like, I want the zebra, and he's like, all right, let me call up my connect. And just pay eleven hundred dollars to get a zebra. They were just gonna ship it over. And what do you tell the people? I mean, are zebras in Africa too? Yeah, they're all in Africa. Yeah, yeah. So what do you just call? Your buddy over in Africa and say, just send one over. Give me one. Pop it on over. Just I, throw it on a ship. it over to the zoo. <laughs> I'm going to keep it in my <laughs> house as a pet. That's how works. <laughs> uh, so he also worked for drug dealers. Okay. Maybe that's where he's getting the animals from. Uh, Stealing maybe. it from the zoos. Could be. Um, so he uh, used his fortune-telling abilities to schedule their drug deals and their shipments. Um, and he would also charge them to perform spells that would render them invisible or bulletproof. And they believed it. And paid him for and it. And they paid him for it. Wow, I'm really in the wrong business then. <laughs> I just need to tell people, you're bulletproof. Woo-hoo. I mean, get shot, bitch. how do you tell? How do you convince somebody of that? Know. I don't know. Okay, so we had to pause because we wanted to go yeah. see. We heard something, and we thought it was Melissa. So, yeah, it was Carl Arns. We assumed that she, you know ran people over to get here because smashed she's her car into the back of another car yeah so we went out there checked for i don't know what was it 30 minutes 30 minutes um good while yeah so far no melissa but um we're hopeful we're still waiting so we think it's gonna happen we'll uh, see we're crossing our fingers i mean melissa if you're listening to this we know that you're you. trying to get here we love you and we hope the best. We wish you safe travels. We wish you a Merry Christmas. On Is she like in a cart and buggy, like on her way from like Old Town Spring? Just like I assume she's trucking on down. Oh, that's also possible. Walking, but if she ran into the back of a car, it would be a car alarm. Like just walk. She walked right into, into it the and the then, car. you know, like pulled up her phone and was like, car alarm noises. <laughs> 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 well, I guess I got in an accident. Let me just play. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's what any a, rational person would do. A normal, sane human being would definitely do that. If she was 
a gay and was walking from Springs, she'd be here in like two hours. Um, but if she is a straight woman, it's going to take her like four days. Yeah. Because, you know, she's got to stop for Starbucks. Her iced coffee the times. entire way. Yeah. This is her, this the sound of her iced coffee. <laughs> she's like sipping her iced coffee. <laughs> All the way home. <laughs> okay. So he told them that they would be invisible. And they believed it. And bulletproof. Hmm. Uh, so later on, a drug dealer paid him uh, $40,000 mm-hmm. over three years for these services. Uh, and in order for him to make it th- seem more authentic for the drug dealers, he stepped up his magic. Mm-hmm. Um, and he switched to human remains instead of animals. So I guess this is the more original form of Palamayombe. Um, so in the religion, they have a cauldron, which you put all of this stuff in to make the magic. And it's called okay. a Ninganga. Uh, so he fills his nganga with human bones that he digs up from local graveyards. That's fun. I mean, this is fun. It's a good it's Saturday a night. Yeah, digging up graveyards. Just classic, like going down to the graveyard. Yeah, I mean, well, no, obviously he's got to play some music. During yeah, that, so. I mean Ariana Grande. It's the '80s. It's Break Free. So there's that '80s version of Break Free on YouTube. Is it you really? Should go listen to it. If they just make it sound like it's from the '80s. Okay, so it's not actually. It's break. not actually from the '80s. Okay. Ariana Grande's like 23. I know. I'm not saying she's from the 80s. I'm, I thought you were saying that like Ariana Grande's Break Free like was taken from another song, Break Free. Anyways. No, I think Ariana <laughs> Grande's actually from the 80s. We're on to you. We know what you're doing, We know Ariana the Grande. truth. You actually are never aging. She's actually like 50. Mm, yeah. She's actually from Back to the Future. She just keeps coming back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she's <laughs> always coming back to the future. It's all coming back to me now. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> We're going to take one moment of silence to appreciate Celine Dion. And it's all coming back to me. No, stop. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, he gains more clients by going crazy. Um, and some of his clients besides the drug dealers from before are uh, doctors, real estate agents, fashion models, and nightclub entertainers. So like high up people. Mm -hmm. And government officials. Hmm. So the Mexican Interpol, uh, a a person on the Mexican Interpol, Mm -hmm. the international police, uh, was part of his cult, and the commander-in-chief of narcotics division of police. So basically the people who should be stopping him Mm -hmm. are part of him. You got some good stuff going on here, Adolfo. I'm into it. <laughs> Sign me up, bitch. Let me come on over. <laughs> Let me see your Nganga. Come to my window. Wait, we're in the 80s, right? Yeah. That's good. So that's perfect. That's what works. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they join us called. Uh, and then in 1987, he was formally introduced to the Caldaza's drug family, uh, which led him even further into success. He buys a $60,000 condo in Mexico City and a fleet of luxury cars, including an $80,000 Mercedes-Benz. Wow. So he's, he's, he's succeeding. Flushed with cash. Flushed. Flushed. Uh, so the guy's doing really well as a con man. Um, he also manages to scam a shipment of drugs from Guadalajara worth $100,000 and sells it to the police. Because that's the people that should be buying the drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The wow. scandal is real, girl. Yeah, I mean, this is digging very deep. I mean, I, I, I've seen some stuff. I've seen Scarface. Okay, I've so seen some shit. I'm well versed <laughs> in this. I, I would venture to say that I'm, you know, an expert. Oh, oh, 
because for the drug sales in the 80s oh okay i've seen a movie it just one yeah i mean i've seen i've watched two videos about this so. wow that's more videos than i watched about mine did you watch any videos about you no exactly it's just wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now officially he's drinking his own Kool-Aid and he thinks that he's like a demigod. Uh-huh. Demigod? Whatever. De- uh, no. Demigod. You're just trying to give more support to Demi Moore. <laughs> no, that's what And Demi Lovato. <laughs> no, no. We love Demi Lovato, but you don't have to do that for her. She's good. She's cool for the summer. Well, we're already talking about heroin, so let's... Oh. Uh, Demi, we love you and we hope you get help. She's already getting help. Yeah, no, she's actually doing better. <laughs> we hope you get Twitter again because I want to read stuff you say. We want you to come back. <laughs> come back. Give us new music. <laughs> Selena Gomez says you got to challenge that bitch. I know. Everyone so already thinks that you're the same person anyway, so. True. <laughs> Selena Gomez is going to be in a movie with, with zombies. And your is the zombie going to be Poot Lovato? Who? Remember Poot? You remember Poot? No. Oh, my God. That's a me. How do I know something about the internet that you don't know? I don't know. Like, go Google Poot Lovato whenever right you get a chance. Okay. We'll post a picture of Poot Lovato on our Instagram. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is Poot? It's an internet meme. you never seen it? It's basically like a terrible picture of, like, Demi Lovato, like, moving. And so, like, she looks, like, bald and is, like, completely, like, not great. And so everyone called it Poot Lovato. And it was, like, this huge, like, fan theory that there was, like, two of them. <laughs> it's amazing. And Poot is the one that lives in the attic? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's, that's a full story of it. Yeah, we'll post a picture on um, our Instagram page at Podcast. That's Instagram, Podcast, Twitter at rspoopy. And Facebook at Podcast And rspoopypodcast.com. There you go. Um, so <laughs> we got real far off topic. <laughs> so he, yeah, okay. Circling back to police. Bones are not enough for Costanzo anymore. He wants actual human sacrifices. Okay. So Costanzo's records detail 23 murders. Um, I heard, or, and those are just the ones that he documented. He documented himself. Mm-hmm. So we assume that there are probably more. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard in a television special that he murdered two children. Um, one because the clients wanted, or because his client wanted youth. Um, so he was trying to murder one. The child was crying. He said, "I don't want any sadness in my nanganga." So he just murdered the kid and threw him off to the side, grabbed a second kid, and the, that kid didn't cry. So he sacrificed him into the Nganga. So he just killed a kid because he was crying? No, he was trying to sacrifice him for youth. But the kid was crying, and so, so yeah, he, so just, he killed just killed him. him. Okay, so the kid was going to die either way. Yeah, but he's a bastard. So. Yeah. Um, so he basically would kill anybody. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and the drug dealers loved that. That's top priority for drug dealers. To Please. kill people willingly yeah. for murder whatever. anybody we ask yeah. proves is that he's ruthless. Um, so they kept him on, uh, and eventually he felt like they owed him something, which seems to be a theme for these serial killers. I feel like I need more. No, that people they feel like people owe them things. Okay. Um, so he went to the leader of the drug drug pen and requested partnership in the cartel. Uh, they denied him, so he did what any rational drug dealer would do. He left, and then he came back and murdered them all. Oh. Murdered six I drug dealers. I was thinking it was going to be the other way around, that the drug dealers, as soon as they told him no, were like, kill that bitch. Yes. Yeah. He doesn't deserve anything. Uh, interesting. Well, everybody also thought that he was, like, super magical. Mm-hmm. And, like, that something would happen to them if they 
touched him. Yeah. So. So they were just like, nah, dog, yeah. back up. Oh, they were cool. like, uh, we don't think that you deserve to be it, but thanks for everything you do. Keep being great. Hags. <laughs> Lilas. <laughs> Lilas. <laughs> You're my best friend. Uh, See you next year. <laughs> fucking. What did you write in all yours, Thomas? Love you like a sister? Yeah. No, but there's, everybody said you're like a really good friend or something. And then you wrote about them in their pictures. Oh, uh, my God. You should read them. <laughs> this is savage. We're going to post pictures of those on. Anybody who went to uh, whatever middle school you went to, just don't, don't pay attention to that. Don't pay attention to it. Just um, don't look at your yearbooks ever again. <laughs> well, it's only in his. Yeah, oh. It is. Uh, ghastly. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he joins another drug family, um, that of Elio and Ovidio Hernandez. And he meets this lady, uh, Sarah Alrete. Uh, she's Mexican from Matamoros, but she got an alien status to go to high school and college in America, in Brownsville, mm-hmm. um, and at the Texas Southmost College. She's studying there to get a degree in physical education. Anyway, they meet. They get along great. Uh, they start seeing each other. Things are looking really great. And then eventually she finds out he's gay. Um, I imagine it was probably all the gay sex that he was having there. Yeah, made her figure in that his out. cult that, you know. Is about gay sex. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so she has an affair with another uh, man, and uh, he gets mad, and then she is scared, because he's crazy, wild, crazy, uh, and then she's like, you know what, I'm going to join the cult too, but I'm going to be the mother of the cult. Mm. So she's la, ma- la madrina of the cult, and he's el padrino um, of the Matamoros uh, cult, mm-hmm. and then there, they didn't really give another name for it, it was just the Matamoros cult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so things are getting real crazy now. Uh, uh, oh, oh, crazier than it has been. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 uh, oh, okay, oh, girl. Okay, girl. And uh, ooh. And uh, ooh. <laughs> so he starts sacrificing his followers now. So people that have, are trusting him, he's mm-hmm. like, you got to go, die. dog. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> So in 1989, he was murdering someone, and they didn't scream or cry enough, uh, which was his favorite part. Um, so he decided that what the Nganga needed was uh, an Angolo person, so a white guy mm-hmm. or white person. Um, so he gets his people out looking for someone, and eventually they stumble upon Mark Kilroy. Kilroy was a pre-med student on spring break in Matamoros because of the low drinking age, mm-hmm. um, and... So the culties insert. Wait, hold on, hold on. Sorry to interrupt, but low drinking age. If he's a medical student, I feel like he's already older than twenty-one. Pre-med. Oh, sorry. I Did I not say that? I think I, I thought that. you said med student. You might have said pre-med. I, the, all I heard was med student. Yeah, sorry. pre-med. Okay. Obviously, oh, you're not oh, listening. Yeah, yeah. So he's pre-med. <laughs> I'm busy drinking this tequila. 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 Mm. tequila. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, apparently it was like 16 in the 80s to drink in Mexico. Yeah. Which is wild. Well, I mean, I'm pretty certain that I had a margarita in Mexico whenever I was there on my cruise, and I was 14. Mm. Whoop. Thanks, Patty. Whops. <laughs> Whops. <laughs> so he's out drinking with his friends at all these Mexican bars, mm-hmm. and they're having a good time. 
And eventually they're like, okay, we got to go back to America. Because mm-hmm. I guess they don't want to stay in Mexico overnight. Or maybe they can't. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe um, they're too young to get a hotel room. Yeah. That's well, I mean, if you can drink at 16 in Mexico, I'm sure they're not be like, you have to be 18 mm-hmm. to get a hotel room here. Son. Touche. <laughs> Son. Boy. <laughs> well, no. What did they say? Nino. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at that point they could probably call him Gringo. <laughs> <laughs> so they, all of his friends and him are going back over the bridge. They parked their car in America and they walked into Mexico. So they're walking back into America. Um, and Mark gets off of the path and he goes to pee in the, in the woods, like a little park off to the side of the bridge. Okay. So while he's out there peeing, um, the culties intercept him um, and he's on his way. Uh, so they impersonate police officers. Um, and they arrest him for being intoxicated. And they are kind of legit because they, I mean, they have connections connections in the government. So connections. Got, this is connections. <laughs> Lots of connections. <laughs> How do we make that the title of the video? <laughs> well, connects is like a thing. Do you ever play connects when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Connexes. Connexes. <laughs> Lots of connexes. The gayest <laughs> gay Legos. <laughs> Oh, is that why I'm gay? Yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, Mom. I played with them. You played with them. Yeah. It's obviously it's a sign. Obvious connection. I mean, we got two out of two here. Like, so. It, that's 100% gay. connection right now. Connects are gay as fuck. So gay. <laughs> if your child is playing with connects, you we got, got a homosexual. information for you. <laughs> we Go have pamphlets. <laughs> It's good. <laughs> We've got pamphlets for you. <laughs> There's a special section. Explain. You have to listen to all seven episodes before it appears on the website. But after that, girl, you're gold. You'll Just get it. Go, mm-hmm. go ahead and on there and subscribe. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll for get you. you the link. We'll get you a newsletter. <laughs> so <laughs> they arrest him for being intoxicated. They take him back to the ranch. Oh, they have a ranch. Did I say they have a ranch? Mm-mm. They got a ranch. Um, that's where I'm they keep that so nganga. nganga in a hut. So they take him back, and they murder him, and they add him to the pot. Mm. Um, this was the first victim that people actually realized was missing, because usually they would go for, you know, sex workers or uh, drug pushers or I don't know how they murdered the children and people didn't realize. They didn't really specify the age either. Well, I mean, if you, I guess, like, go to, like, a poverty-stricken area, some people are going to be, like, let like whenever you know throwback to whenever we were talking about the Candyman murders um you know way back in the day that was i mean they would just blame it on the children running away so yeah it yeah. could be a thing hmm. who knows so <clears throat> they realized that mark was missing now um and the brownsville police intervened so in march 1989 the mexican authorities ramped up their efforts to stem d- drug trafficking uh, and they erected roadblocks in rural Tamaulipas around Matamoros mm-hmm. uh, to try to catch some of the, the dealers. Uh, one of the routes that they flagged down a car to stop on, um, the guy just blew, blew straight through the roadblock. Um, and, of course, they chased him. The guy in the car was Serafin Hernandez. Uh, he drove all the way to the ranch, police right behind him. I guess he... Didn't know, know. What, what else to do, panicked, and decided to... Well, let no, because he still thought he was fucking invisible. Oh. <laughs> so even though police are following behind him, he's like, nah, Doug, they can't like, see me anyways. They're mm, just out there doing whatever. They must have gotten a call somewhere. Somebody <laughs> is fucked. 
So uh, it ain't me though. They, they're not shooting at my tires for no reason. <laughs> so uh, he drives all the way to the ranch where the co- where the the rituals are completed, um, and of course they're following him. He believes that he's invisible and he's invincible. Uh, he even invited the police to shoot at him once they got to the ranch. He said, "Shoot at me, bro." I'm. They you, thought you that the bullets bullet, would yeah, bounce bullet off of him. Oh boy. Yeah. So. Um, I, I was watching the article. I didn't write this, or I watching the the YouTube documentary about it. I didn't read it, um, but he was like, "Do whatever you want. I don't give a fuck." And mm-hmm. then they were like, "Okay, well, go dig up the dig up the body where you buried the guy." So he starts digging it up, and then he's like, um, "So is somebody gonna go get us lunch or what?" And the police, like, I, he was a very important person in the police that actually started working with the Brownsville police, pulled out his Uzi. And started firing into the air, and that's the first time where the guy was like, "Oh shit!" Oh shit! This, this is like real. Yeah. After driving all the way, oh my lord. Mm-hmm. So they find. Uh, so they arrest him. They bring him in for questioning. He spills beans and tells everybody about uh, Adolfo Costanzo mm-hmm. and that there is a ton more bodies buried at the ranch. Um, and then they he tells them about the Nganga too. So the police go was back. There- Sorry, was there no one at the ranch besides him at this point? Or he had like a, a partner with him. Oh, okay. Uh, I think his name was something Hernandez. I but mean. everyone else is, like, living not at the ranch. Yeah, this is no. just where the rituals happen. Well, they might be living nearby Matamoros, but they're not at the ranch at okay. the time. Okay, okay. Um, so uh, the police go back. They discover all of the bodies. They take a backhoe, and they find all these bodies mm-hmm. there. I think they said they found 15 there. Excellent. Um, and then... They, uh, they're like, well, you got to find this guy. And so they, um, you know, start searching for him. They realize they're not really getting anywhere. So on television, they broadcast the burning of the hut of their little Nganga hut. Ooh. So he's like, oh, fuck. Um, so right now he's in Mexico City and he's panicking. He's locked in a condo with his two boyfriends and Sarah Alderete. Uh, they're, um, they know that the police are looking for him. They don't, they don't know where the, I mean, how close they are to finding them, but they think they're quite close. Um, the police don't really know that he's in Mexico city at all. Um, just, he thinks that they're, he very thinks close. they're really yeah. close because he saw them burning his hut yeah. on television. So they're, they're up there. They're holed up. They don't really leave. Um, and Sarah is scared for her life. So she writes a note and she's like, help um, somebody called the police. I'm up here with people that the police are looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm being held hostage. I think they're going to kill me if you don't come up and get me soon. So she drops it out the window. So uh, she's thinking that she can get off from all of this, like, conspiracy, like, part of, like, co-conspirator kind of thing by saying, come arrest these men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> help me. I'm the damsel in distress. Exactly. Okay, girl. <laughs> so she drops it, and somebody finds it. But they're like, this is too real and they're like it's a joke (laughs) so they just pocket it and they leave oh my god um so uh, nothing happens nothing happens um and then uh people that are living in the condo they uh call the police about a loud argument and they think they hear gunshots so the police it's like you know regular call domestic violence you know knock 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 Hello. Hello. Have everything okay in there? And uh, Costanzo opens up on them with an Uzi. So he's shooting at police officers. 
Uh, miraculously, none of them die. Mm-hmm. One does get wounded, but most of them make it away okay. Uh, and, of course, that's when they're like, something's going on <laughs> here. Because this was just a normal call, and this man opened fire on us. <laughs> so they call in reinforcements, mm-hmm. uh, um, and uh, before the police can make it into the room, um, he asks his friend there to uh, murder him and his boyfriend, hmm. and the friend shoots them down with an Uzi. Like, simply. Just yep. like, okay, cool. I'll do it. Yep. No because he asked him to. Yeah. And that's it. Oh. <laughs> and the guy <laughs> who the shot them, them is uh, the guy who shot them and Sarah Aldrete went to jail. I think they're still in jail and adult focus on Billy's dead. Yeah. And like his ranch was burned and like that was finally the end of it. Mm-hmm. So where did all of his just his following just disappeared or did no one like try and take his place or anything? Well, I mean, they're still all heavily involved in the drug trade. So I imagine they just. Kept on going with that, yeah, just, just went under the radar kind yeah, of thing. because the police didn't know anything about them anyway. Oh they didn't God. keep records of them. Yeah, but, like, I mean, t- for you to go from talking about, like, all the models and, like, celebrities and, like, but police oh, chiefs yeah. and all that stuff, like, these people just all went underground after all of this shit went down? Well, I imagine the people in the government positions probably were found out because, I mean, it's their name. That's true. So mm-hmm. they can't escape that. And yeah. The, prob- the people that he probably, you know, had had – done these services for i imagine they must have kept some repercussions but i didn't read anything about yeah um going back to what you asked earlier about me believing in some of the stuff i do believe in some level of magic but not to the point of like the ability of invisibility and invincibility and shit like that that's a no for me dog (laughs) (laughs) when i read it i was like how fucking dumb are these people yeah don't sign me up for invisibility (laughs) but also i would have to say that it's in the 80s in you know somewhat rural places yeah where their education is not you know as adequate is not stressed yes. either their yeah. parents don't really care so i mean you have any like sweet stop uh, sweet talking charming person who walks into the town and just like hey let me tell you a little bit about this magic thing like, go get me one of those rabbit bones and i'll I'm make your eyebrows and... disappear <laughs> we got some stew going on here yeah it's good. It's boil, called boil. <laughs> Why do I keep doing two-fisted stirring cauldrons? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're just trying to make two things. Once. I'm trying to go twice as fast. You I, know? you know, I'm happy that you're multitasking. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, whenever I cook with Savannah, I like put two crock pots on sometimes, and I'm like, damn, I'm a housewife, bitch. <laughs> you're you're doing both of them. I'm domesticate. Yeah. Well, they're crock pots. So you don't want to do you much active cooking. Just throw it all in there and just see what happens. Yeah. Half of the time, I'm like, I'm going to make two things. And two minutes in, I'm like, oh, I'm so stressed out. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to get this finished. Oh, yeah. I need oh, to God. do that first. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't do this. And then it takes five times as long. So I happens. think I made like four things one time. And I asked my mom. I was like, well, I don't. Do I, need to, I need to. I need to. I need to know. Yeah. How do I do this? She's yeah. like, you just need to time it. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's not. I can't me. do that. My mom used to like make. Like uh, appetizer, well not appetizer, but you know, like a side thing, um, another side, and then like the main meal. And I was, I'm always like, how? Right. I can really focus on the one, like uh, putting chicken in the oven for 15 minutes. Like, how did you manage to do that while also cooking like broccoli or something? <laughs> so so uh, on Saturday before the Let's Talk About Gay Stuff podcast, mm-hmm. shout out to the Let's Talk what? About Gay Stuff podcast. Woo! So which released on this past Sunday? Yeah, June, yeah. June second, 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 second. First. Yeah. Second? Second. June second. Second. Yeah. June second. <laughs> so they also have a new episode with us on Sunday. Oh, that's so exciting. Um yeah. So uh 
Ben took care of the the main meal. He made mm-hmm. dandan noodles, and I made spinach and artichoke dip, uh, and butter tarts. Which shout out to spinach and artichoke dip because that shit's on fire. Shout out to fucking butter tart. Oh, I've never had butter tart. Yes, no, you have. We had them at the lake house, didn't we? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Those were fire. Those they didn't turn out this time. That's oh, not good. Uh, but I was still like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> butter tarts and <laughs> And literally the just spinach and artichoke dip was just like put it in the microwave. Put it in the thing and, yeah. and heat it up. And I was like <laughs> I can't handle oh my this. God. The anxiety. But I need the spinach to thaw first. I'm literally watching spinach thaw. <laughs> like, oh man, oh man, oh man. Like chipping it away with a like, chisel. <gasps> 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 that was heavy breathing, like if you're breathing on like yeah what's the whenever you put something hot in your mouth (laughs) (laughs) you guys just (laughs) (laughs) or you blow on the food first oh man the memes um okay well i guess something spoopy it's my turn yeah um so mine may not be as spoopy as like a cult with murders and shit like that um i don't know even though we went with the urban legend last time um or not urban legend we went with the actually event that i turn into conspiracy theory um this is an urban legend instead so i went with uh, el chupacabra oh so literally translated chupar goat sucker to suck and cabra means goat so a goat sucker Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of history. The first sightings of the creature stem from Puerto Rico. Uh, the sightings of the Chupacabra range from all over the Americas as far north as Maine and as far south as Chile. Um, descriptions of the animal range as a heavy creature the size of a small bear with razor spines on its back. More common description is a reptile-like creature with leathery or scaly gray skin with sharp spines or razors down its back. So an armadillo. Is that the shape of Texas? Yes. With <laughs> so, a hand. So maybe Texas is actually a chupacabra. I think it is a chupacabra. That makes sense. Um, other describe it as a rare breed of dog uh, with pronounced eye sockets and a, a pronounced spinal ridge as well. So kind of like a hunched over, like, creepy ass dog. So a dar- dog that's hungry. Honestly. Honestly. Probably. Um, so then, a little bit of history kind of dating back to when this kind of all started. Um Excuse me, the tequila is getting me. Um, the first reported attack was in March of 1995 in Puerto Rico. Uh, eight sheep were discovered dead, each with three. In, in what year? 1995. 1995. So we were three years old. This is recent. Uh, each each one of them had three puncture wounds to their chest, all completely drained of their blood. Um, so they, like, there's no blood. Uh, three, a few months later, a woman claims that she spotted the creature uh, when as many as 150 farm animals and pets were reportedly killed within like a recent time frame so like just around her claim of seeing some crazy creature and they just have three holes in their chest three holes yeah some of them we'll find out have like one or two but the most common is three with like a downward facing triangle on all their chests um they're like right at their neck or their chest so like that's just like a signature kill move um and so once the information about these uh, side, like the sighting as well as the attacks of all of these animals uh, kind of got out, all these people were like, oh, well, we've been seeing these like things happen since like 1975. So a town of Mocha, which is also in Puerto Rico, uh, said that similar killings were reported on the island, but were originally attributed to a satanic cult there in, on the island. Um, some even called it uh, at the time the Vampire of Mocha because they – we're seeing these animals that were completely drained of blood that were just 
dead for no reason. I was going to say it's like Dracula. Yeah, exactly. So they called it the Vampire of Mocha. Um, So later, more killings were reported around the island, each killed with the three small circular puncture wounds and their bodies dried of blood. So you're Uh, saying this is Twilight for animals? Yes. Oh, my God. Basically, like, there's something on the hunt for you. Oh, my God. So, girl. You in danger, girl. You in danger, girl. That's what what do we call it? A callback? A, that is a callback. That is a classic callback. For everybody that's been here since day one. Two episodes ago. No, that was the first episode. The first episode? We've been talking about it. We've talked about it every single episode. I mean, she really is in danger, though. Yeah. You know, we want her to get help. So yeah. Just a reminder is nice. I mean, girl. You in you danger. danger. <laughs> uh, so then shortly after the first official report of the killings, I'm sorry, shortly after the first official report of the killings, uh, several several other reports of animals killed in the similar fashion reported in the Dominican Republic, Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Colombia, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, Brazil, the United States, and Mexico. So all of a sudden, it blew up. Pretty much any Central American country. Exactly. Any place that was in Central America, the was Caribbean. in the Caribbean, was in uh, the S- South America, and then the United States. We just Everyone was like, oh, boy. All at the same time? Uh, like, it happened just after the, the first reported killing, which was 1995. Like, the, it just spread like wildfire. Like, hey, we also have that shit. Huh. Like, heads up. Um, and then, actually, very recently, in October and December, um, similar reports came out in Manipur, India. Um, so, like, continents away, people were like, oh, cool. We're seeing a whole bunch of dead farm animals as well. Um, the reason why this is so important, I didn't write this down, but I kind of saw it. Um, or not important. Uh, it's so, um, I guess, news widespread and newsworthy is because these are, like, in a lot of rural towns. And so these people are may not have much money. And so when they have animals, those are their money. And so when they're losing their money, they're losing their livelihood. So it's like, I mean, if my cow's dead or my goat's dead, I'm dead, essentially. So, like, this is a big deal. I'm very distraught over it kind of thing. Um, so I guess that's why kind of a, you know, important, I yeah. guess. I mean, you, you take care of cows and, and goats. So totally. You can understand. I that. do it right in the backyard of Houston. Yep. <laughs> Cause I have so much farmland. <laughs> hey, there's people in Houston that have like chickens. Okay. That was chickens see, I can see. Yeah. You can put them Maybe in a like little, a little box. You know, when, um, when we went, do you have a goat in your house? No, okay. <laughs> my friend used to have chickens though. Okay. Uh, when we went to uh, a wedding on Saturday, on the street that they lived on, um, there's a guy with a goat. Just in the front yard? No, he was like at his house. He was like walking it. <laughs> do you remember Thomas? Do you remember that goat? Like there he was, was a walking goat. a goat like a dog. Yeah. Oh wow. But it was it's like just outside the loop. Are you sure it wasn't chupacabra? Um. I don't know. Wait, because I feel like on Hemstead, there's plenty of places along Hemstead Road that's within the beltway that, like, you could have a goat, yeah. full-on cows, honestly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Which is, like, you know, 15 minutes from downtown Houston, so. In, mm. Unless it's traffic, because there's always traffic. Yeah, but I, he doesn't have to mow his lawn, at least. Yeah, exactly, because he's got goats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get one. <laughs> I don't even have for, any grass. For the lawn out front of your apartment door. <laughs> I mean, the carpet's looking a little long in Just here. <laughs> <laughs> grows back fast right <laughs> it's summer yeah we'll just, just, get, we'll just open the blinds a little a little off the top yeah <laughs> the sunlight makes it grow <laughs> we water it every once in a while <laughs> pour water in the carpet <laughs> why is the carpet all soggy i'm the goat <laughs> <laughs> 
anyways, so uh, experts in Manipur and forensic experts chalked it up to street dogs. Um, so, like, they just said dogs were coming and doing three puncture wounds on them and then leaving um, and draining their blood. Mm. Um, anyways, so then there were many stories that arose that were very similar. Animals all killed or f- with puncture wounds, uh, normally on the neck or chest, drained of blood, and but not eaten. Um, so they were not like the f- the flesh was just left there. Like the animals were just left to be rotten, essentially. Um, and then so then one man in 1996 even claims to have been grabbed by behind by a gorilla-like creature. This was in Puerto Rico. Mind you, Puerto Rico has no gorillas, mm-hmm. um, in case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the update. But. Just letting you know. Uh, and then a- he said after fighting it off, he went to the hospital and was treated for scratch wounds and cuts around his torso. Later that day, or I guess evening, chickens and cows in the area died from a single puncture wound to the neck without blood. So they were drained of their blood as well. So they, they have no blood in them whatsoever. That's what all the reports say. So, like, when uh, I'm imagining like a necropsy opening up and just like no blood coming out at all. Because, oh. like, normally, because, like, we, I connected a necropsy with a veterinary medicine um, group that I went to with South Africa, um, and there was blood everywhere. Like, it was just like pouring out of the animal. So, uh. I mean, even though the animal had been dead for several hours due to a puncture wound, it was still uh, bleeding. So, I'm I'm just like thinking like oh you this animal died overnight and you're finding it the next day and there wasn't any blood in them like that animal had to have a very deep wound to some major artery or vein of some sort that caused all of it to bleed out if it didn't have any blood to bleed out later and there's no like blood on the ground around them or anything? no there's no evidence of any blood anywhere what? yeah exactly very interesting very spooky right this is very spooky yeah um, so then wild dogs are always typically to blame. Uh, despite numerous hunts in the areas surrounding the affected areas in Puerto Rico and Chile, uh, which is where most of these reports have come from, um, no wild dogs were located or found. Uh, so there's no tracks, no traces of, like, you know, big packs of wild dogs that they're basically attributing all these animal murders to um, to find anything like that. Uh, there was, I didn't write this down, but there was even one instance that it was this mayor in a small town in Puerto Rico. Mayor or politician. I don't remember. But he was um, – he – got a hunt of a bunch of politicians to go out searching for basically the chupacabra to try and find something. Um, and people basically called it like a witch hunt and he still got reelected. So <laughs> <laughs> he, he did well. Um, so now we're moving on to my next topic, the capture of the chupacabra. Oh. <clears throat> okay. So there have been apparently a number of different carcasses around the state of Texas in the early 2000s that were discovered and captured of the uh, chupacabra. Ooh, shout out to Texas. Woo, we caught a chupacabra, bitches. <laughs> We've got all sorts of problems, but we got the chupacabras. <laughs> At least we got a chupacabra. We got them locked down, bitches. Um, so upon necropsy of these creatures, they were actually just found to be coyotes with severe cases of mange. So mange is a bacteria that gets into the skin. It's very common, uh, or, or it's not. It shouldn't be common, but it is. Um, and it, you know, destroys their bodies, their immune system. They become very weak and kind of destroyed. Um, and the bacteria that were killed in the state of Texas also had remnants of that bacteria um, on them. And so basically, these animals become so weak that a lot of people are saying the reason why they're not eating is because they um, are not. Uh, their 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 too bodies can't handle. They're too weak to eat. Essentially, they're already like dying and they're gross and you know falling apart kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Decrepit little animals. Um, and then on top of that, they also say that they 
uh, always hunted like smaller animals like goats and chickens and things like that because they were easy to capture than going out hunting for things in the wild. So they found these d domesticated animals. They're like, those are just super easy to kill. And that's what they went for. Um, so that was what they chalked it up to. I still don't know. I don't believe how that because there's that. no how the how do you explain the blood, the blood? <laughs> exactly they were like oh well the blood probably just leaked out and then went to the ground I was like blood doesn't dry that fast like and it leaves a trace exactly you should be able to see like a huge puddle of blood underneath an animal if it bled out even especially if it's dry it's still red ground exactly especially for like a cow like th that's just not just a small amount of blood <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of blood um, so then however the necropsies of the livestock killed in Texas showed that they actually still had their blood, unlike the cases in Puerto Rico. So the oh, necropsy so of the dead animals... Doesn't, it's not the same. Exactly. So the ones in Puerto Rico and Chile have two different things. So it's um, not a chupacabra. In Texas, correct. Yeah, yeah the, the coyotes that are killing these animals. Um, the coyotes with lots of mate. So the, there's still a lot of skeptics in Puerto Rico and Chile that are like, it's not wild dogs, and it's not coyotes with mange. So like, there's something else still out there that's hunting all of our animals. Um, and so there's people who have studied the chupacabra phenomena as myths um, that people just want to say that people just want to uh, – I'm sorry. What did I write? That's not English. <laughs> <laughs> Pure <laughs> turn, bitch. <laughs> people who have studied the chupacabra myths describe them – I forgot that – describe them as myths that people just want to believe in because they want to believe in something kind of thing. So th that's what they're kind of chalking up. It's like people want to believe in something scary because they ha have the opportunity to be scary. Yeah, so I then, can see that. Yeah. But not for that, animals. Yeah, not, not for – well, hold on. I've got another quote. So there's a quote that says there's apparently something – it started out by saying, like, as perverted as it sounds, there is something comforting in that there is a vampiric monster that doesn't attack humans. So people have com – there's comfort in the fact that knowing that there's a monster out there that's not killing humans. But yeah. it's killing animals. So there's people that are like, oh, it's a chupacabra. They'll not, they won't attack a human, but they'll kill you know, all your farm animals and you know, whatever. So it's just like a peace of mind that they're not going to die, but their animals might. <laughs> so go ahead and walk out later. <clears throat> it's exactly. fine. It's You're fine. not going to get attacked, but you might see it, and it's yeah. going to murder your And cows. it might murder all of your cats and dogs and all that fun jazz. So mm. that's out there, too. So where are we at? Do we have time? Uh, we're at a minute 10. An uh, hour 10? An hour ten, yeah, <laughs> one one minute and ten seconds. We talk really fast. Okay. Uh, so I think we should just give it a little end here, okay. and then because you have something else, don't you? I do. So I, can, I can save it. Um, what I would, uh, what I want to do is w uh, we'll do uh, a minisode with that. Okay. Cool. I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Okay. I'm cool. I'm not mad about it. So thanks, guys, for coming yeah. out for this poopy we stuff. We did this it. Weekend. Look at us. Or this week. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are going to work right now. Hope you have a good day. Um, also, happy Pride Month. Shout out. Happy Pride Month, everyone. We did it. We made it. <laughs> it's it our is month. time. Boom. Boom. Hope everybody's not too disappointed with the drag race. Um, uh, because I'm not. Because remember, last week I was uh, Team Evie. And Team Evie is the winner. Who was right? Of drag race. But clack, Brooklyn clack, clack, did clack, her <laughs> damnedest. <laughs> she did. She was She'll be back good. on All Stars. She'll be back on All Stars. She didn't have a choice. I mean, it just depends on if she's coming up for five or six. Because mm. RuPaul's going to dig this shit right mm -hmm. into the ground. She's going she's gonna to soak as much of her teeth into it before she's like, bye. Right. <laughs> Got my money. RuPaul's <laughs> Bedrag Race. <laughs> uh, season 21. 21. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Hope you guys like your drag queen. <laughs> I hope you like a drag queen as old as me. She switches <laughs> from blonde hair to white. <laughs> oh, my God. The day that that happens. She's worn white before. Has she? Yeah. Oh, no, she has. But she didn't, like, do an old. Old lady. Yeah. I want her full-on Cameron Michaels in that lip sync last oh year. Oh, my God. <laughs> With, like, the shaky skin and, like, oh, my God. That was hilarious. Amazing. Probably the best that Cameron Michaels ever looked. <gasps> uh, true. Oh, Cameron Michaels, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. Um, I'm not. Oh. And, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. So thank you for listening to our podcast. As always. Um, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, stick tuned for later this week for a Minnesota. And then uh, we'll see you next time on get Sunday. S- get spoopy with it. Get spoopy with it. Bye, everyone. Bye.